Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. Today's episode is brought to you by Fox and Stallion. Fox and Stallion is a Victorian mystery comedy fiction podcast about the best detective team on Baker Street. No, not that one. Season 2 will be airing in 2024 and is currently crowdfunding through May 1st. They have stickers, personalized in-universe thank you letters with wax seal, calligraphy, and all of it, and even a tier where they solve a mystery that you send them. They do want me to note Fox and Stallion cannot guarantee the solving of any mysteries, but they will try their absolute hardest for three to five audio minutes. This show also has everything you could want. Jewel heists, asexual detectives, lavender marriages, and a really old cat. You can find and listen to Fox and Stallion anywhere you listen to podcasts or on their website, 224bbaker.com. That's 224bbaker.com. Hello, hello. This is Eleanor, executive producer of Unwell. This show is possible because of the support of our fans. That's you. If you are enjoying the show, we hope that you will join us as a member at audaciousmachinecreative.com. For $5 a month, members get all kinds of behind-the-scenes content, like annotated scripts, deleted scenes, and full tracks of the original music in the show. And you get an ad-free feed, not only of Unwell, but also of all of the other fiction podcasts we make. You can find us at audaciousmachinecreative.com. Again, that's audaciousmachinecreative.com. Bubble, 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 bubble. Bubble, 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 bubble. Let's fizz. Let's fizz. Let's fizz. Let's fizz. Celery, spicy, celery, cool, celery, spicy, celery, cool. Bubble, celery, bubble, celery, bubble, celery, bubble, celery. What 
what, what, what? Soda. What, 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 what? Soda. Soda. Headset back right now. Abby, I need that headset back right now. Really? Celery soda. Cool. Yeah, I need that celery. Spicy. Celery soda. Cool. Yeah, I need that celery. Spicy. Promising. Abby, I'm still using it. I have to be at work in three minutes. I'm in a flow. Do I just rip it off your head? Is that what's going to happen? Flow is ruined. You did say I could use your headset. I said that once, last week. All right, keyboard. Dance with me. I'm so glad I could help you with that issue, Diane. Thank you so much for calling Spoodle Customer Support, and have a wonderful day. Two minutes. Two minutes. One more call. Thank you for calling Spoodle Customer Support. My name is Lily. Can I have the email address associated with your account? Okay. And for security verification, can I have the last four digits of the bank account or the credit card on file for the account holder? Thanks so much for providing me with that information. Finally, can I have your first and last name? Hello, Emily. How can I assist you today? I see. I'd be happy to help you with that issue. So, the post office typically takes two to five business days to deliver a package. Okay, no, I... Totally understand. It's very confusing, but that's just the first date in a range and the package. Yes, Emily, I understand your frustration, but the package is not technically late until the delivery window is elapsed. I understand your frustration, but I would just ask that you wait until the delivery window has elapsed. Lily Bell? Mom, go away. Yes. I understand you want a refund, but it's against Spoodle policy to give a refund until the entire delivery window has elapsed. Do you want some tea? Or a hand grenade? I understand your frustration, and I will be happy to transfer you to my supervisor. But if you just wait another day, I really think it will be delivered. Oh, tell her to go to hell. Right. Tell Except her, listen, that it's friend, not technically late as of today, so I'm afraid I'm unable to refund your you money really at this time. If you could up, please okay? call back okay? on Friday, then lighten I would up, be happy to. get there when it gets there. It's not late. You're saying it's late, but it's not late. I'm sorry that you're dissatisfied with my service. 
please give me one more chance to solve your problem because at Spoodle, the customer is... Hello? Emily? The customer is an asshole. The customer is always right, Mom. I think she heard you. Good. Want to help me in the garden? You shouldn't be messing with the garden until you get off your crutches. I'll pay you. I have a job. I want us to bond. Mom, we have dinner together every night. I live in your house. We are constantly interacting. But we're not bonding. Can we please bond later? I feel like I'm at my bondage limit. I'm going to take a walk. Hard day at work. And in that window there, second from the right on the top floor, you can sometimes see the ghost of Miss Lina Wave. Ooh. Ooh. <coughs> Let's see if we can spot her. Anyone? Anyone's here? Oh my god, I see Our dear Miss Lina, she's one of the friendly ones. Others, not so much. <laughs> right this way, ladies and gentlemen. The Fenwood House has many secrets, and many of its inhabitants have shared tales of the supernatural going-ons, both on the grounds yeah. and inside the house. Dad, I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to get out of this. Torture? Mm, let's venture inside. But mind you, step carefully on the floorboards. I'll talk to you later. Be careful not to make them creep for a deer. Say hey to Mama C for me. It was in 1937 that Bye. old man Gideon made that fatal error. <gasps> are you waiting to murder me? No. Then why are you crouched in the bathroom with a wrench? Waiting for my cue. And one night old man Gideon caught a chill. Are you serious? Lily, get away from the radiator. Some say you can still hear him to this day. Pounding on the radiators, praying for the heat to come. He's so full of it. Is the whole tour completely made up? There are dabs of truth. What parts? I think a Gideon did live in the house at one point. Probably. Someone with a G name. Very impressive. And the house really was in the Civil War. Really? Yes, it was used as a Union military hospital. What? At the Battle of Mount Absalom. Mom, that's made up. Well, the skirmish of Mount Absalom. It was part of Morgan's raid. Look it up. Yeah, I'll get right on that. I'm going to shower. So can you... Yeah, leave? Thanks. All right. Have fun. Hey, no one flush a toilet or turn on any hot water for 20 minutes, okay? But what exactly don't you like about it? It's all just very... Brutalist? Like from the brutalist period? Because it is. Very harsh. All the concrete? Architecture should at least attempt to be beautiful. Where's my phone? No, it should attempt to be striking. To expand your mind. Has anyone seen my phone? No. Wes? You had it when you disturbed my tour group. Okay, so I had it an hour and a half ago. Helpful. Let me call it. Ringing. 
I don't hear anything. It's on vibrate. You just... Everyone be super quiet. This is going to be impossible with all this house racket. Voicemail. Where'd you last see it? I don't remember. Ringing. No one move. Who is that? Dottie. Mom, stop. I lost my phone. Want me to call it? Abby already already am. Don't make the stairs creak. I'm going to the bathroom. Just wait. It'll take one second. This will take one second. Just wait. Silence. Voicemail. We'll have to work systematically. I'll assemble the equipment. Okay. Wes, can you turn off the radiators? Why? Because why are they even on? It's July. Some of our guests might get chilly. I can't have that. It's inhospitable. Well, it's like... 80 degrees in here, so I'm not super sure you have to worry about that. And I can't turn them off because they go on automatically when it gets below 72. And the temperature's taken in the basement. In the basement? Yes, to ensure that the house is sufficiently warm. Better to err on the side of cozy warm toes than frozen ones. Go turn them off. Just go, or else I'm going to go down there with a wrench like the ghost of whoever and just start destroying pipes. You're too attached to your phone. Nope, I am not attached enough, which is why I lost it. Okay. Field recorder has full power and an empty memory card. We'll go through each room systematically. I think that's overkill. It's the only way to pick up the fainter parts of the soundscape. And we can isolate and remove the excess noise on my laptop. Shall we? Okay. How much power does your phone have? Like 5%. Assumed as much. I'll work fast. Recording. This is the kitchen. Calling now. Taking down the wind chimes. Take two. Kitchen. Calling now. Thank God. Silence! No. Don't move. No one move. I'm coming back upstairs. Stop! I said no one move. Voicemail. Wes, what's the dripping? The sump pump? Turn it off. The basement will flood. Just for two minutes. Okay, but I'm turning back on the radiator. Wes! I don't know if you're going to find this thing. Just give me two minutes without the radiators and the sump pump and with no one moving. No cold toesies. It's summer! Perfect hospitality. That's the Fenwood way. We are nothing but hospitable here. Calling. Murder me. We're not going to get clean audio anyway unless that banging stops. What banging? Oh, yeah. What is that? Wes, what's that banging noise? Ah, it must have fallen over. What is it? It's just a thing for the ghost tour. It's in the attic storage room. Uh, Don't worry about it. Can you stop it? I have to go down and keep an eye on the sump pump. I'll do it. The door's locked. So give me the key. Wes, the key. All right. But don't touch anything up there. If you need to turn the hand off, there's a button by the base. But it's very delicate. What's the hand? No idea. Let's go before he changes his mind. 
I've tried to pick the lock on the attic storage a few times, just out of boredom. I can't ever seem to get it. I can pick a lock. Really? It's not hard. But why is it locked? It's the only locked door in the house. The bathrooms don't even have locks. That is weird. So why is the door wide open? Puzzling. Might have been the wind. There's a crazy draft in this room. What is this hand he was talking about? Perhaps the mannequin hand clumsily attached to a motor currently banging against the floorboards? What? Oh, that. It's weighted horribly. No wonder it fell. That's from the ghost tour. I remember he said, Ooh, look, Miss Whoever is waving from the window. Well, when ghosts are figments of your imagination, you have to resort to lies. Let's see what's hiding in these trunks. Wes did say not to touch anything. Exactly. He won't leave us up here alone for long. Gather ye data while ye may. What's in there? Tomes. Handwritten. A diary? Notes from a novel? Ah, their script was so enthusiastic in the 19th century. I'll need my magnifying glass. Please say I've happened upon the diaries and letters trove. Oh, this trunk makes me giddy. Yeah, well, be giddy for both of us. It's just a creepy old house full of creepy old crap to me. You'd think I'd get used to this place coming summer after summer as a kid, but the fear or whatever got worse. I peed on it once. On what? On the foundation of the house. What? It was really getting in my head. I kept thinking I was hearing things and the creaks and the shutters and the radiators. I was so scared. I just got, like, angry. I was like, hey, no, you're scared of me. House, you need to walk around looking over your shoulder because of me. I don't know. I was 17 and drunk. I did say I was sorry afterward. That seems, like, anthropological. What do people do in small towns when there aren't any cows to tip? Pee on things. Right on the marble foundation. I think you peed on a bank by accident. No, the house has marble foundations. Haven't you noticed that? That's so funny. You can't tell the difference between limestone and marble. No, they're marble. It's a fancy house. Was. That's like if I told you the water pipes are solid gold. Maybe they didn't want the house to go anywhere. <gasps> Was that a roach? It's glass. This window's broken. Look. Shit. Someone threw a rock in? Someone threw a rock out. But there's glass everywhere. But there's no rock. I think that's enough poking around. Did someone break a window? I guess. These are 200-year-old window panes. They're priceless. They're irreplaceable. Who would do this? Did you do this? No. What? What is that? Ew. Bird poop. A bird broke the window. Impossible. Look. A feather. Looks like a morning dove. That's seriously impossible. Stop saying that. I'm just reading the data. You can't get tied up in this is impossible. This is the only possible solution. You just think what happened, and you look at the data, and you're like, oh, that happened. A bird broke the window, then flew out the door, across the hall, into Lily's room, and took her phone. Last bit was needless hypothesizing. But the bird did get out of this room. No, the door's locked. It was wide open when we got here. What? Yeah. A bird stole my cell phone? Let's just follow the evidence and see where it leads. You probably dropped your cell phone while on your angsty walk through the cemetery earlier. I dropped my phone while talking on it. Is that what you're saying? 
How are you 16 and don't know how phones work? It'll turn up. You can go without calling your father for one day. I can't go to work without my cell phone. You take the calls on your computer. Yes, but if I need to pick up a shift suddenly, that's on my phone. If my supervisor texts me and I don't respond in one hour, I get docked points. And if I lose too many points, I get suspended. And if I get suspended, then I don't have money. Then I have to move out. So. <sighs> I'm sorry if I was dismissive before. If it's important to you, then it's important to me. We'll find it. Well, that should be easy, seeing as you're the one who took it. I didn't take it. This bird scenario is very interesting. I went out this door. Look, another feather here. But surely someone would have seen it, or at least evidence of it. Anyone have feces on their shirt? <gasps> it's under my sweater! I'm sorry, I just remembered. Phone's under my sweater. I knew it was someplace weird. I remember thinking... Okay, you're never going to find it, but I put the phone on my desk, and then I think I threw my sweater over it. Not like over it, just on the desk. And I think the sweater covered it. What is this? Morning Dove. What is a feather doing in my room? So you don't think you misplaced your phone, you think a bird... Dove. Dove came in and took it. What you're saying is impossible. I obviously think that you took it and then put a bird feather by my phone, hoping that would connect the dots, and then you broke a window. I would never break a window of this house! That's enough of that! If you think I would deliberately harm any part of this house, it's a lie. I don't know. Maybe it was a bird. Dove. But why would a dove take a phone? I minored in human psychology, not avian. Because it was shiny? I'm not super concerned with the why. It has a case. It's not that shiny. You're spending too much time on the why and not on the where. That's really all that matters, right? Where is your phone? I mean, sure. The bird adds an inconvenient layer of chaos. Let us re-engage the field recorder. Just say it's gone forever. We'll find it within the hour. This is not even the hardest thing I've done today. All right. Fifteen rooms captured, analysis impending. Sit there. Don't touch those- Is that my scarf? That's on loan, yes. Temporarily. You're welcome. Let me just- I have to finish my train of thought. Who's wondering about- What is this for? For the contest to rewrite the celery jingle. Winner gets a tour of the bottling works and $500. I'm just your classic impoverished academic at heart. Computer, upload audio. Your computer has voice control? No, I just sometimes narrate my actions. Sorry, bad habit. All right, this is the first recording. Uh, that peak right there should be the wind chimes, right? We'll just isolate that. Let me make sure that's what we think it is. Oh, sorry, that's at 25%. Let me change the tempo. Play it again, slow. Those are the wind chimes. Those are the wind chimes. I don't hear your phone. Play the rest.
What? That's insane. It's interesting, I suppose, but it's not helping us find your phone. Some people are trying to talk to us. It's just noisy data. What does that mean? It means it's meaningless. It's a distraction. I'm sure there are multitudes of samples that, if you slowed them down, they'd sound like human words. But what does it mean? My goals for this evening are threefold. First, find your phone. Second, lay down some more sweet beats. Third, plug the 1920 census into my spreadsheet. Contemplate noisy data isn't on the list, you might notice. You have to admit it's interesting. It's not interesting, it's annoying. I hate noisy data, I hate it. What if the ghosts are real? I am here in spite of any ghost talk, not because of it. You know that ghosts are not, in fact, real. Well, we don't know. And what's more likely, a bird taking my phone or ghosts? A bird taking your phone is improbable, yes, but technically possible, depending on the size of its talons and the texture of your phone case. Dead people being able to speak is impossible. And transmission. Well, I mean, impossible This is is an exasperating conversation. Sorry, I don't mean to... I just think those mysterious voices on your recordings were weird. That's all. Noted. Sorry. You should check the graveyard for the phone. If the dove made it out of the house, it was heading for the woods. I doubt it could carry it far. Likely dropped it. I'm going to get back to my beats. Okay. And still 2% juice. Nice, nice, nice! Shit. 12 emails. Dear Lillian, we have... found it. Yeah. Good. Is something wrong? Nope. Yep. I've just been suspended from my job. Why? My last customer gave me zero out of five stars, so now my negative feedback rating is three percent, and that's over the threshold, so I'm suspended. She was just a bitch. I'm sure they'll reinstate me once they review the recording. But the appeals process takes at least 15 business days on their end, so... So now I just don't have a job. I don't know, maybe I can move in with my mom. You're funny. Yep, laugh crying. My favorite. Hey, who's the one in the night that I should be afraid of? I don't know. Because I heard something. Don't mention it again. And don't ask Dottie. It'll upset her. Okay. You're protected. Don't worry. Oh, just don't even... Don't try to make me feel better, especially like that, because I really have enough in my brain right now. I'm just going to forget about it. Good. There's nothing to worry about. Okay. You found it! 
See, I told you you just dropped it somewhere. Want some coffee? Got a fresh pot. Mom. I need a job. Oh, honey. I am so glad. This episode features Clarissa Cherie Rios as Lily, Michael Turrentine as Wes, Marsha Harmon as Dot, Kathleen Hoyle as Abby. Written by Jessica Wright Buha. Sound design by Ryan Sheely. Directed by Jeffrey Nils Gardner. Music composed by Stephen Poon. Recording engineer, Mel Reuter. Unwell lead sound designer, Ryan Sheely. Executive producers, Eleanor Hyde and Jeffrey Nils Gardner. By HeartLife NFP. And a special thanks to our supporting producers, Caitlin White, Bill Gardner, Steve Diamond, James Battle, and Anton S. HeartLife wishes to acknowledge that the land where we live, work, and tell our stories is occupied land. Unwell takes place in southern Ohio, which is the territory of the Miami people. Unwell is produced in Chicago, Illinois, which is the territory of the Peoria, the Potawatomi, and the Miami peoples. Frank Giddy Gideon was an out-of-work handyman who traded repairs for room and board during the notorious chill of 37. He kept the heat on all winter long, though he did lose two toes to frostbite. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. In the year 1889, there was nowhere in the world more exciting than London, England. Three cheers for Inspector Lestrade and the bad boys of Baker Street themselves, Sherlock Holmes and Dr. John Watson! Solved by Sherlock Bloody Holmes of 221B Baker Street. Well, with any luck, we'll get a new brutal murder any day now. God, I wish. It's truly shocking you haven't solved anything in five years. The boys are both out of town for some case about a dog in Dartmoor this weekend. Sincerely, Martha Hudson. London's number two detective team just became number one. Fox and Stallion. Find us on Twitter, Instagram and Tumblr at 224BBaker or on our website 224BBaker.com. It's like they say, big breaks are 90% luck. What's the other 10%? Luck.